Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts and give the show a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's super helpful for the show and allows for more Bravo lovers to find out about the show. Today's mini apps co-host is Ian Luca Toledo. He's my Thursday news app co-host, and we're here today to dish on all things Bravo. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. I mean, okay, so just for a little insight, last week after we recorded, the two of us crashed an amazing party together. Absolutely. We were the newest Tom Tom. Yeah, I mean, the two of us walked into this party completely uninvited to Grifters. We drank uh, three gallons of wine each. Uh, spilled some of which. Oh, yeah. That, you did get the red wine stain out of your pants, which I was really impressed by that. Uh, I, I had to. My fiance is a stylist. Could you imagine if I came back home and I was like, hey, sorry, I'm wearing these. <laughs> we also got like a full Dylan's candy bar experience. That was incredible. That I lost on the train. Wow, you lost it? I ate the entire bag of mine in the cab ride home in a fugue state. Like all of a sudden I like came home and I was like, ooh, I hope there's something else. And then there was nothing. I did find the chocolate bar like the next day, but then I read the ingredients of what was in the chocolate bar and it has like this thing called soy lectin and I don't eat that. So I'm like, I can't do this. So I ate one bite and then threw it out. Oh my God, you're like Bethany on the plane with the yeah, fish. Like basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Bethany, let's just jump right into the news. So, Bethany obviously has been in a messy-ass custody battle with her ex-husband, Jason Hoppy for the custody of their daughter, Brynn, who I believe is eight currently. And they've been battling with one another for about three years now over all of this bullshit. But most recently, there was a particular hearing back on April 3rd where Carol Radzeville was called into uh, question So supposedly the lawyer, judge, whoever, I don't know shit about law, was asking them questions. And they asked about a statement that Carol Radziwill said on Roni that implied that Bethany Frankel was a master at self-promotion and was quick to insult. So Frankel said she was unclear and then asked what was harassment, to which she argued that it only happened one time. So that doesn't constitute it as harassment. So then Hoppy's lawyer then made sure to point out that Carol also had referred to Bethany as a bitch. (laughs) <laughs> and then another question was thrown in by Hoppy's lawyer saying, did Carol say you were incapable of having an entire entire conversation unless it's to manipulate people into believing what you want them to believe? Like, um, yes, that's all true. <laughs> like- no, absolutely. It did not happen once. Did she not watch season 10? There's a three-part reunion that <laughs> documents every single insult thrown between the two. But reality TV holds no weight. Bethany- <laughs> Certainly not in the court. Yeah, like, because early on, earlier on um, in the week, uh, Jason Hoppy's lawyer tried using the whole conversation about Dennis with the grief counselor against her, pretty much accusing her of having known, despite previously mentioning that she had no idea of Dennis's drug use slash overdose. But however, she, she refuted and said, listen, we shoot seven days a week. We only show you 40 minutes. And and not all of that's entirely Bethany. Mm-hmm. So he threw this out. And, of course, if he's going to throw out the grief counseling scene, he's going to obviously throw out everything with Carol. Her, all of her, like, drunken scenes. Remember, like, in the Berkshires a couple of years ago when she was screaming at Luann? She's like, you're a slut. You're a whore. You sleep with everyone. Like, You fuck was- everybody. <laughs> yeah, like, that is messed Same up. Same hair. Yeah. 
Can you believe Same she here. said that to Luann? Can Same you could here. you believe that she said that to her? Oh my god. <laughs> Lou was believe? genuinely upset about that. Like she was Luann was called truly some of the most heinous like phrases in the world. And all she really cared about was like the hair. <laughs> like, oh whatever. my god. Speaking <laughs> of heinous, Hoppy made damn sure that Bethany was called a bitch in front of the entire jury. I don't like this entire thing. I think Jason is really taking her for her money at this point. Like, And it's pathetic. Like, You're a grown man, and you're the father of her child. Wouldn't you just want to shut the fuck up, take whatever she's willing to give and you, and keep moving And flush the toilet? Up? Well, that was disgusting. If you guys don't remember, Jason Hoppy would go into Bethany's apartment when she was traveling, take shits in all her toilets, and then she'd come home with a stinky, disgusting apartment. That is Foul. Like, yeah, she wasn't crying because the apartment held so much emotional weight. She was crying because of the fucking fumes. That's why. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, excavated. <laughs> speaking of Carol and Bethany, I actually have a funny story. Oh. For all of you who like to do housewife tracks whenever you're in a Bravo city, definitely go to Chinatown. Back in season nine, uh, Bethany and Carol went to the Golden Unicorn and afterwards went to something called the Chinese Ice Cream Factory. So my fiance and I thought it looked appetizing. We went. Both places were absolutely awesome. There's a picture in the ice cream factory of Bethany and Carol from that episode. And it says, Bethany Frankel, a real housewives of New York, and friends. <laughs> like, Carol is a princess at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently, she's not even a friend of. And oh if you think God. about it, she's not a friend at all. No, that is really funny and also not surprising. Well, Carol Ranswell's ex-boyfriend, Adam Kentworthy, if you guys don't remember him, he was making sexy salads and was the dog baby's stepdad. So he obviously is no longer with Carol anymore, and he has been spotted dating and traveling with Sports Illustrated supermodel Elle McPherson. She's 55. I'm okay (laughs) with an age difference as long as it's, like, legal. Yeah. Uh, my fiance's 18 years older. <laughs> He's my L. I can be his Adam. I cook at home. He's my L. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just another law. I mean, hey, he's really good at getting on the cougar train. They kind of bear a resemblance, except L doesn't look like Steven Tyler. Oh, yeah. Carol is rocking a full Steven Tyler look. You guys, go to the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram account. We'll show the picture of them being compared. It's uncanny and also terrifying. Oh, not to mention, uh, Adam has a type. <laughs> Definitely, because both women Old. have... <laughs> I was going to say, both are entrepreneurs. Both yeah. have launched uh, recent partnerships. Oh, yeah. So, Elle has a plant-based elixir company called Well & Co., which that, I mean, is... Phenomenal, actually. Impressive. Carol Radzewell, on the other hand, is now partnering with Bumble. Um... So she posted a picture with the caption, what do two non-millennials know about dating? Nothing. What do we have to say about it? Everything. I'm partnering with Bumble, Bumble BFF, and my own BFF, Cassandra Gray, to have an intimate conversation about love, loss, dating, and moving forward at the Violet Gray flagship. Blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> this is the most random partnership for Bumble. Well, she was obviously inspired by the, t- the, the deterioration of her and Bethany's friendship, because <laughs> now she's on Bumble BFF. Yeah, right. She's like, I'm looking for a new best friend. Like, I will literally hang out basically with anybody at this point. <laughs> oh, absolutely. My God. Well, uh, Carol, <laughs> I wish she would come back, honestly. Drop Bumble. Pick up the <laughs> apple. 
Yeah, I definitely don't feel that way. I don't really need her on the show. But wait, I forgot to mention this earlier. So Elle McPherson, who's now dating Adam, used to once be married to Gilles Ben-Simon from 1985 to 1989. And then after Elle, he married Kelly Ben-Simon. Kelly Ben-Simon, who, by the way, when I moved it in New York, had a really rough night one night (laughs) and sort of yelled out, I need a sign. Opened my Instagram and Kelly Ben-Simon had liked a random post of mine. She is, like, that bitch who, like, goes on, like, the Discover page and just likes, like... Well, I thought the Cosmic Universe was sending her as my voice of reason. (laughs) (laughs) The grass isn't always greener, Andy. No matter how much fertilizer you have. No matter how much fertilizer. Well, moving on to totally different news. Riley Gerber from Below Deck. If you guys didn't listen back to the interview I have so long ago, it was between episodes 12 and 13, go back and listen because Riley was freaking awesome. She was the third deckhand on the most recent season of Below Deck. The best season yet. Yeah, that was a really, really good season. The whole entire thing with Ashton falling off the boat, like that was like heart, like palpitating, like anxiety watching the entire episode and obviously all like the drama and the sex and the hooking up in caroline like, josiah and, yeah oh josiah and, and, and kate with the yeah. boombox <laughs> that honestly could be us that could are we josiah and kate <laughs> yes i think oh so oh my god wow. we, now we need to have them on the show done <laughs> uh, but actually that's how i discovered this podcast i got into below deck binge watched it and seeked out interviews with cast members. Stumbled across Barbara Happy Hour. Oh, now look at us. Look at us now. So she obviously is moving. She lives, I believe, in Florida some of the time, but also lives in Alaska where she works on another fishing boat. So recently her stepfather was diagnosed with stage 4 bone cancer, which is obviously incredibly serious. She put in a leave of absence at her current job on a boat in Alaska. So after she told her boss that she's going to have to take a leave of absence so that she can help the family, and obviously she's the breadwinner for her family, so she's taking time to, I think, create art and kind of do an art show to make some money. But her boss actually replied by just ridiculing her, saying she's the laughing stock, and this was to be expected of her, and everyone waits for her to become a porn star. Like, can you fucking imagine your boss after you telling him like oh i'm sorry i have to take a leave of absence someone in my family is truly deathly sick stage four cancer is not a laughing matter and he's like "Mm, well you're a laughing stock and you're probably gonna be a porn star like that's disgusting that's complete foul play riley proved herself on below below that that she is a competent driven worker and obviously that holds true outside of the show here she is providing for her entire family cancer is a serious subject at hand and this boss is just absolute filth. Trash. I wish Captain Lee was over there to eat his ass. <laughs> I really just want to find the name of the business and then ruin them on Yelp. Like, I've never done that before. Like, I've never been a part of that type of brigade. But, like, I want to. Like, I, Oh, yeah. yeah. I really want to, like, go on a message board. Go, go to Google Reviews. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Their Facebook page. But yeah, if you guys are interested, definitely go to Riley's Instagram. She posts all about her art, so definitely go and support her. And it's also where you can find all the text exchange. Well, essentially, she summarizes everything that happened on her social media. Get it, girl. Fuck that guy. I, I just can't even imagine, like, one, calling her a laughing, like, this is why you're a laughing stock. It's like, she probably has other reasons why she's a laughing stock. Taking a leave of absence to take care of her stepfather just, like, isn't funny. Like, it's not funny. No one wants to do that. No one wants to have to do that, especially with a job she probably loved because you always would hear her she say She considered it at home. Yeah. Yeah. And and she, even on the show, she's so eager to fish. 
clearly she is passionate about for many of us the holidays will look different this year family and friend reunions might not be the same but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close that's why i'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person this year. Around this time last year, I lost my grandfather and I felt this insane guilt that I didn't ask him enough questions about his love story with my grandma, his career, his immigration journey from Italy in the 1960s, and so much more. To honor his birthday this past year, I gifted my grandma a StoryWorth membership. Every week, StoryWorth emails her a different prompt with questions you'd never think to ask, like if you were to do it over, what would you have done differently? Or when was your first kiss? You can customize your prompts to ask anything you'd like. So I obviously had to ask, who's your favorite grandkid? Just kidding. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. I'm planning to order one for myself, my brothers, and my cousins so we can share our grandparents' story with our children someday. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bravohh. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off. If you are anything like me, you haven't bought a single gift for anybody this year, maybe other than yourself. <laughs> this will be an amazing gift for anybody who is looking for that last minute gift that doesn't involve shipping costs and will be something that you can pass down to your families for generations. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off off you guys and you get a deal look at that but this she actually provided much of the equipment that they actually use and was not properly compensated whatsoever so she has every right to fight and call her laughing stock all you want she will get the last laugh i believe i mean i don't know if she'll ever get cast on another below deck season i don't know if she made the cut mtv the challenge yeah She'd be great on that show. She'd be great on any competition show. I feel like she's probably, like, very fit and, like, strong and probably could swim really well. Like, those are all things I am not. So, like, I could never – I can actually do any type of challenge. Honestly, Riley, if you're listening, and I hope you are, considering that you've been a guest (laughs) of ours and we love you, go to MTV The Challenge or go to WeTV, but don't tell Andy. He gets mad when that happens. Yeah, Andy definitely does not like when you channel hop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of other cancer news, this is positive cancer news, guys. Greg Leakes, the husband of Nene Leakes from the Royal Housewives of Atlanta, is finally cancer-free. So he was first diagnosed with cancer back in June of 2018, and then this November of 2018, it was reported that it was stage 3 colon cancer, which, again, is incredibly serious. Back in April of this year, he had selected... So back on episode 38, we reported that he had finally completed his six months of chemo. So then at that point, he was just kind of like waiting in the waters to see what his cancer diagnosis would be after that. And Nini ended up posting a picture on Instagram with the caption, look at God, we are overjoyed to say we saw the doctors for the results of Greg's PET scan. That's again. He took last week. Test show. Wait for it. We are cancer free. Yes, God. Now I can go give Greg a black eye since so many think he's abused. Hashtag fuck cancer. Hashtag fuck opinions. Hashtag push through caretakers. Hashtag through life of the leaks. Hashtag Nini still cancerous. Yeah. <laughs> Let's celebrate Greg first and foremost. I saw the post. He's absolutely beaming. I yeah. now actually look forward to seeing Nini next season on The Real Housewives. Uh, but. Really? You want to give him a black eye? Come yeah, like, on, girl, Nene. you can't even just be like, I love you. And, and it is <laughs> period, period. It is strenuous on the caretaker. 
for anybody who who has a loved one that had cancer, I have personal experience in that regard. So I really felt for Nini all throughout the season, but now it just feels like it, it's it feels like it's something more, something just within her, and she's just proving to be. A, a virus herself? Yeah, no, I definitely think. But but congratulations, I love them together. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, 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 happy for not having cancer, but you still suck. Yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely, no, like, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly that. I mean, the thing about Nini is like she was such a pillar on the earlier seasons. You know, she created once just so many catchphrases. I remember being in high school, and me and my friend Jake would just be like, "Who gonna check me, boo?" And actually, no, she didn't say that. She, she did not that. say that. Oh my god, she said, well, she's like, "Close your I'll legs." I'll tell to you what she said. I'll tell you what she said. She said, "I was running to the bank, cashing those Trump checks. Oh, yeah, those Trump." I was like, "You don't oh, want to say like." God. Elizabeth Warren checks. No, 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 no. She's probably proud of the Trump of it all. Kamala Harris checks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, supposedly she's getting a raise to come on next season, so I wonder what that's all about. Because usually if you're getting a raise that they're openly talking about, it means like something's going on. Because Teresa got a raise. Teresa Giudice from the Real Housewives of New Jersey got a raise because she agreed to go through the entire Joe's deportation story on screen, which is... (laughs) Also not going to be fun, but hey, I wonder what Nini's going to bring. But they've been talking about maybe splitting up, so I wonder if that'll actually happen. I really hope not because it seems like they are, you know, great partners. And at the end of the day, like, they have a family and they have children together and they have a life together. And, you know, we saw Nini being upset that she felt like she, like, lost her caretaker in Greg. Like, she was like, you're supposed to take care of me, and that's gone. So I wonder now maybe roles will kind of shift back to what they were and what she's used to. So, you know, hopefully they stay together and... (laughs) That's yep. what I hope for, and because I used to love Nini, and I would really like if if we saw that same Nini that we fell in love with initially. Yeah, we're never going to see that again. That's yeah, probably for not. Damn sure. I mean, she's she's famous now, and I think that also gets people's heads. Where, I mean, I like I went to this thing at Mohegan Sun. It's a casino up in Connecticut, and it was like a Bravo brunch, and it was like Tamra Judge, Kelly Dodd, Icon. Teresa Giudice, and Dorinda. So after I had, like, VIP tickets, and I didn't pay for any of this, by the way. <laughs> they were gifted. I'm, like, not paying for, like, VIP tickets to meet these women. Now but, taking sponsors. Yeah, right? I'll take anything free from anyone. Thanks. But, you know, when I was seeing these four women, uh, in my head I was like, I wonder who's going to be the most gracious at the meet and greet. Mm-hmm. I went in going going and assuming. And I thought Dorinda would be the kindest. I thought Teresa would be the biggest diva. Mm-hmm. And that... Tamara would be a big diva, and Kelly would be kind of, like, fun and cheery. Yeah. I went up. Tamara wasn't even looking at me, just stood there and smiled, didn't even make eye contact. Kelly Dodd was kind of in the same thing with Tamara. The two of them were, like, kikiing together. Dorinda was being such a bitch. She had such a scowl on her face as if she was too good to be there, too good to be there. And Teresa literally looked me in the eye and said, like, hi. I mean, obviously, it doesn't sound like this. But she was like, hey, nice to meet you. What's your name? And I was like, wow, you know, like she's an actual normal person at the end of the day. Like this hasn't all gotten to her head where I feel like if you would go and meet a Nini or a Bethany at one of these types of events, they're going to give you a Dorinda treatment where it's like, I don't want to fucking be here. Like I have money. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I think we get that from Teresa. She's incredibly nurturing. We see that with her daughters, which is why I root for that family. The other women, I think, show up to opening of an envelope. (laughs) Oh, speaking of opening of envelopes. (laughs) We have mailbag. So you guys, every Thursday episode that Ian is on, we are going to be doing a mailbag where we basically just answer fun questions that you guys have. And these questions can literally be anything. It, not 
not about us <laughs> unless <laughs> unless it's like who's your favorite or who's your least favorite which honestly if you've listened to all 48 episodes of the show you probably are beginning to pick mention up. it all <laughs> yeah. uh today's question comes from mm-hmm. sarah l in venice beach california and she asked so what exactly happened at Jax taylor's bachelor party he implies that he it's his first of many so one okay this it was reported that forty dudes went to his first bachelorette party that happened bachelorette <laughs> bachelor party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it looks like this is one of many bachelor parties for Jack. Supposedly they started the party at the Hollywood Roosevelt, which I guess is like a fancy ass hotel where they had like a big room, and uh, then having lived in LA, I can attest to that. Yes, uh, <laughs> I can tell you where they didn't stop. Tom Tom. (laughs) That is for damn sure. So this is supposedly his first party that was like his old friends from Los Angeles that he's known for 15 years. He ended up posting a picture on Instagram with the caption, Last Night Attire, completely provided by T.W. Schwa, which I'll post this picture on the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram. He said, I can't believe I went out in public like this. Thanks for all my friends making my bachelor party epic, blah, blah, blah. We've been through health and back. He did say... At the end, hashtag Jax did it right, and the right is W-R-I-G-H-T. Lol. Okay, I guess um, that's his wedding hashtag, which I just want to make wedding hashtags completely obsolete. I don't, I mean, I get the point. I get it, I get it. But I mean, I once bought cheesy. a Snapchat filter for my engagement party. <laughs> so uh, so, like, so I'm, <laughs> I'm guilty. They definitely went to a... Strip club, you see a lot of dollar bills on the floor of the Snapchats he posted. Lance Bass was there. Lance Bass is the co-owner of Jax's beverage line, Just Add X. So I know they're doing that together. Oh. So maybe that's how they kind of have like a friendship together. That's why he keeps showing up. I see him in the background uncredited on both Beverly Hills Housewives and Vanderpump Rules. I just thought Lou Perman fucked him up <laughs> so badly when it came to contracts that he had to take background gigs <laughs> for random Broadway He's doing shows. extra work. Uh, but... If I had to fill in the holes of what wasn't reported, I had to get in the state of mind of one of the attendees, Mr. Tom Schwartz. Uh, naturally, I imagine he blacked out. Well, he definitely has never remembered an evening in the past 15 years. Oh, he he had, has no recollection of anything ever. He probably ended up across state lines and woke up, went back home to Katie and said, Bubba, <laughs> I don't like the sound of your voice. No, but, and what else ensued, I imagine that... Someone definitely cheated. Well, that goes without saying. And it probably is Jax. Yeah, the uppers <laughs> that uh, Tom accused of James doing, <laughs> I imagine, were passed around as party favors. I mean, again, duh. Uh, I imagine that an old woman probably appeared at some point and <laughs> served as entertainment along with special guest, the renowned Faith. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I could see Jax being like, you know what? Yeah. Give Faith a last ride. Why not? Yeah. Let, let's all wrestle in a kiddie pool of beer cheese. Oh, <laughs> That's the most disgusting image I could ever imagine. I don't know, but I just know that this is definitely going to be ugly. They have another party gearing up for Miami that Randall Emmett is hosting, which Paying that's going to be a shit show. Yeah. And they were saying, Jax was mentioning in some article, like, oh, Randall's crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's like, yeah, duh, Randall's fucking crazy. Him and Lala got into a fight bad enough where she evidently broke a hurricane-proof window. Like, that's a cry for help. Like, you should not be breaking, like, industrial proof like furnishing like home 
Damn. Fucking Lala. windows. Like, Damn. crazy. Lala surely is gangster. My God. <laughs> so I wonder if, gangster. I wonder if Randall had to look at Jackson and be like, hey, instead of Miami, we're going to have to go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> sort of had to give up a million dollars. Well, you <laughs> know Randall looks at Jackson. He's like, dude, Jax is just like, just like me, but like 10 years ago. It's like, yeah, but Jax was a model. Like, you think, let's not forget that. And let's <laughs> like, not forget Jax before Lala led the whole BJ's for PJ's movement season two. Randall Jax dump. was cruel to her. He was cruel to Lala. The fact that they were all pretending like it didn't happen. He's like, why would to fuck you? It's like, no, nah, you definitely, you two definitely fucked. Yeah, like, you definitely yeah. <laughs> well, this actually brings us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find you and follow you? You guys can find me on Instagram at Ian Luca Toledo and uh, here every <laughs> single week on Thursdays at many episodes. I'm so excited to be a guest, a uh, co host uh, every single week. And Yay. well, here we go. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities.